0: How long have you been at Kamataj, Mr. Doctor?
1: Mr. Doctor, it's strange. Maybe who am I to judge? Listeners, assemble. We just watched <gasps> Dr. Strange. strange. Actually, I'm stupid. I'm sorry.
0: He's Welcome stupid. to Cinematic Sagas. He's stupid
1: We're... and I'm Beth. Hi. We are doing our Saga of the Stone series. We just watched... Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. I'm Chris, online known as semi She already introduced herself to Beth. How did you like that movie, Beth? I really liked
0: this movie. Much better than I thought I was going to after watching that horrid trailer. <laughs> Last time, I did not like... I didn't think I was going to like this movie at all. But I really, I really, I held my breath at some parts. I held
1: you my were breath. quiet a lot of this movie.
0: And it wasn't because I was playing on my phone or anything.
1: Yeah, it seemed like you were actually engaged in the movie. I was. I So, so would you say, like I said last time, the context of the movie actually makes some of those weird things enjoyable? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't have
0: issues with magic. And sorcery? It's the weird realms that bother me, I guess. <laughs> and old-timey stuff. I just don't like it. Just don't <laughs> like it, but I like this. This was fun. I gotta tell you, though, it made me a little sick in a couple places when the whole world was shifting and moving, so the whole screen is shifting and moving. I, my <laughs> my brain doesn't um, process that well, and again I don't get motion sickness anywhere else but watching movies. I can't do those movies where you look like you're riding on a roller coaster and stuff. So that was kind of like that in a couple of spots. I almost missed Clyde because of it. Because I had to close my eyes for a minute.
1: A lot of times, I think what amplified the effect is you always had a point of reference that was quote-unquote normal and not doing all that weird bendy stuff. And so that kind of amplifies how weird and unnatural some was, of the movement of the yes, world is. there
0: was a lot of movement. I think that's it. We had, for example, Doctor Strange standing, not moving, in a weird pat- pattern anyway, and then everything <laughs> else playing Rubik's Cube behind him. Yep. And that just, I can't process that.
1: Yeah, the first time we, we see all that stuff happening, the very beginning of the movie, it's the ancient one who shifts like the entire block and then so she's not moving but the people she's affecting are moving and then when later we see Caecilius moving that hallway back and forth and he's right there at the front of the camera in the foreground but the hallway is moving and everything's shifting so we always have that point of reference of so
0: cool it just makes me a
1: little nauseous yeah yeah it definitely and i think that's part of it i think that's actually an intended effect maybe not full-blown like nauseous but it's intended to make you feel unsettled and out of the normal are you still there yes do you have nothing else to say (laughs) i just thought
0: it was funny to be quiet
1: (laughs) (laughs) Ah, you're a brat
0: (laughs) i am i
1: so the first like 10 minutes of the movie sets up everything so well
0: it i i was a little confused because Well, not having any idea what to expect and not realizing Dr. Strange was really a doctor. (laughs) So I and we start with this crazy scene with the ancient one and then we're doing brain surgery. Yep. And, you know, so I I, and I didn't know that was Dr. Strange. And so I I I didn't have any connections yet. I didn't know where we were going or why, but. I called the car crash before it happened.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, Ugh. come on. It's a it's a superhero story. Something tragic has to happen. He's way too arrogant, and the thing of, of him is his money and fame and all that. It has to go away. <laughs>
0: Dang. Killed a really cool car. It's rude.
1: <laughs> but, like, I, I don't know if you noticed, but I was looking. I looked at the timestamp at one point right after the car crash, and... We were 13 minutes in and we'd seen the Ancient One, we'd seen the Mirror Dimension, we'd seen Kaecilius, we'd seen Tweaking the World, and yes. we'd seen Stephen Strain's assholeness. And kind of, they, they introduce it in a in a very methodical way. First, it's just, he's a good doctor. Then it's, he's super smart, maybe a little arrogant about it. Then, he's a brain surgeon, you expect him to be arrogant
0: to some level. Right. Anyway, but he
1: he is definitely taking it to 11. Oh,
0: my gosh. I'm telling you, he is up there with Iron Man arrogance at the oh beginning yeah. of this movie.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if all of Stark.
0: My brain wasn't coming up with anything but Iron Man <laughs>
1: Stark. <laughs> but like less than 10 minutes to, to give us a complete. Hey, here's everything you need to know about Doctor Strange. He's smart he's a genius doctor he's arrogant he only takes cases if he think if he knows he can succeed
0: and finds it interesting
1: oh yeah and it has to be interesting to him and he's and everyone knows he's the best but they hate coming to him because he's arrogant so they establish all of that and his relationship with uh Christine Palmer yes Christine Palmer yeah i w- i kept wanting to say Rachel Palmer i'm like that's
0: not it <laughs> no it's not and, holy and crap so they, i remembered the name of a character and you didn't you did what yeah, is going well, on yeah. in this world
1: they didn't give her much to do I beginning and in end another stuff.
0: dimension too <laughs>
1: but they did a great job just establishing everything and didn't have to like come out and say it they like, did they do that later where they talk about caecilius stole this and he got right. disillusioned they but even that
0: It's part of the story because they're saying it, but they're telling it to somebody else. It's like they're explaining something to Doctor Strange.
1: Yeah, it was a little, it was a little forced in the way it was kind of put in there because it's during combat training, but it didn't take you out of the moment. I I didn't even feel like it was
0: forced. I mean, I just, it, it didn't strike me as that way, but I look at things differently than you,
1: clearly. Did you notice that the uh the one of the cases that was offered to Doctor Strange was uh, James Rohde's case the crushed vertebrae from a crash in some experimental armor of a retired colonel air force colonel
0: I did hear that but I wasn't paying attention really I guess my mind w- I was still trying to figure out what was going on and so it wasn't all registering holy cow interesting Oh you know what
1: I'm 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 totally mixing up. I I put that on Rhodey, but it's actually I don't know if you remember this. In Iron Man two, there was Justin Hammer. He had that video of people trying out suits. Yeah. And Stark comes in and says, "Let's see what uh Hammer's been doing." And you see that one where he says, "Now turn left," and it turns all the way around. It's mm. that guy. All right. It's yeah. It's it, so like they've peppered that in. And the other cases we hear, I know are things I didn't look up relook up what they were you know but they actually things. are good. All, they're all references to marvel stuff oh, which is funny. really cool
0: yeah that is cool
1: so if you know it there's more to pick up and if you don't it's cool to get later i think super cool yeah i, I don't know why i mixed that up mixed roadie up with that probably because we recently watched civil war where that happened
0: i don't have any idea i don't know i don't even think i'm listening to you at this point <laughs> i don't know
1: What's going on? Nothing. I'm sitting here <laughs> watching
0: right. the blue line go across my screen. All
1: right. You talk about something then.
0: Well, I had something to talk about.
1: <laughs> now it's gone.
0: <laughs> so I thought, Maybe you oh, should take notes. I want to remember to talk about that. No. If <laughs> Quite honestly, if I'm enjoying the movie, I shouldn't be uh-huh. thinking to take notes. Because that's how it works for me. You know, if I'm engaged, I'm actually paying attention to the movie. If I'm thinking about taking notes... It's because it's Thor,
1: and this is your first time through. Whereas it's not my first time through, right. so it's easier for me to distract myself from it.
0: But it—I don't know. I, I let me tell you something. I—I I yeah. laughed. I laughed when she threw him out the first time. <laughs> I laughed. Mm-hmm. Please teach me. No. No. <laughs> and out the door you go.
1: And interestingly, we know based on her death scene in the astral area. That she knew he was coming. She'd peered through time, seen his possibilities. Yes. And so she knew he was going to be there with her at her death. Yes. So I think, like, she knew she was going to have to take him on, but she was trying to maybe fight her path or, in that respect. Or she was trying to bring his ego
0: down a notch or five.
1: Definitely. You could use that for sure.
0: Definitely. Definitely. You know, they portrayed the character very well because he learned like you would expect him to i mean to be a to be a neurosurgeon you have to go through a lot of schooling mm-hmm. so you've got to be fairly good at learning i would think to not yeah. get frustrated and quit
1: well and he he got his md and, and PhD, his phd at the same together. time
0: yes i i caught that but he was such so arrogant and could not just accept anything
1: Right, he had to understand it before he could move on to the next thing.
0: But uh, I think he surprised Wong by making it through so many books at one time, or in a period of time. Wong was funny.
1: It's interesting because he he supposedly gets over his hump of needing to surrender when she sends him to Mount Everest, but he is very much still trying to put controls on things. Yeah, like he's still trying absolutely. to do it his way and she calls him on that several times which is great and it makes the end one of my favorite endings because so often in these ho- in these hero movies you get the superhero just gets better and overpowers the end yes and like we had that in Hulk i mean we've had it in almost everything where they find a well of strength and they overcome it at the end the difference is like homecoming spider-man homecoming he didn't just make it through but he took a bunch of punishment because it was part of like who he was what's great about this he is not really a great sorcerer at the end of the movie no he but he kn- he knows a few tricks and he uses his brain and he finally does surrender which is how he ends up winning he doesn't win through power he wins by outthinking his opponent and Absolutely. being willing to suffer so that he can make his point
0: well and so others wouldn't that's yeah. where he finally got it he stopped making it about himself that that just let me get it out of the way he is that is my superhero moment was <laughs> that that moment
1: Dormammu I've come to bargain
0: <laughs> yep I'm still here oh look let's do it again like how many uh, what it was there's something on so many ways to die, a thousand ways to die, hundred ways to die, ninety-nine ways to die. I don't know. There's something. I don't have. There was idea. a show about yeah. Yeah, there was a
1: show <laughs> about it.
0: And uh, I thought, well, I think we just saw a good portion of those right there, and they weren't very pretty.
1: <laughs> and if you were paying attention, the first time when he was messing with the apple, they they foreshadowed that. They said you could end up in an endless time loop. You could break yes. time. Oh yeah, I got it. It was great. It's like, it's uh-huh. all laid out there. You well, can create branching he, where, realities, all this stuff.
0: He, rem- It was like when he flew up in there, he, rem- he said, oh, time. And I thought, okay, <laughs> let's see. And I tried to remember. And then as soon as he came back the second time, I thought, oh, he's doing Groundhog Day.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> Dr. Strange and the subtitle is Groundhog Day. Yes. <laughs>
0: And uh but yes, that is definitely my uh superhero moment is when Doctor Strange finally made it not about him and And he
1: realized like this was something no one else could do. Right. He could have just kept fighting with Mordo and Wong and there's a chance they would have won. He could have reestablished the spell and continued trying to do things that way, but he's like, Wait, there's a better way that will save Wong and Mordo from fighting and accomplish this and all it costs is my comfort and so he goes he he throws himself into the timeless dimension brings his own little pocket of time and tortures Dormammu until he gives in (laughs) and I love that like make it end he goes no I've come to bargain
0: (laughs) so funny and you are my prisoner (laughs) was amazing
1: Oh yeah. Like
0: that was not I was not anticipating that at all. I was not anticipating that ending.
1: Now here's something that's interesting to think about, at least to me.
0: Which means it's probably not interesting at all.
1: Well, he he set the time loop at just before he says Dormammu had come to bargain. But it definitely seems like he does retain some awareness between the loops because the way he says, Dormammu, have come to bargain... It changes every changes. time. Yes. And he definitely doesn't seem like he needs to re-explain things each time. Just that like could Groundhog be, Day. But... But
0: Dormammu knows
1: too. It's weird. Well, well, Dormammu is outside of time, so he's just forced to re-experience it. Oh. And I, I would imagine like the timeless thing is why he was confused at first. He kind of slipped back into it. But then, because he's also outside of time, he realized, which is why he started to do it, and then was like, oh, wait, what's going on? (laughs) But if you're tortured the way Stephen Strange was tortured and killed over and over, you would think there'd be some psychological effects. So do you think there is an element of mental regression as well? Like, maybe he retains how many times he's done it maybe that's why he looks at the the wrist he can see the counter on it but everything else is gone mm. <laughs> i've i've wondered that because if you remember all that torture like there's a point where you would just break and not want it to happen anymore i don't care how smart or good you are that's why purpose. torture's well that's why torture doesn't work because eventually you'll say anything to make it stop
0: i'm fairly positive there wasn't a whole lot of torture it was just death Oh look, well, let yeah. me stab you with this. Oh look, let me throw you off of this. I don't think his uh deaths were like long and drawn out, torturous things. It was just like over.
1: I mean, we saw we saw a few that were just over, but a lot of them were like stabby stab and then he died, or like tentacles and chokes and yeah, like, it was a little he bit died. Creepy. He he got impaled by lots of little things the first time, like. There had to have been a lot of pain involved. So I I think I think, well, I think I'm going to go with I'm gonna go with the idea that he included some kind of counter onto his time thing, because that's something he would think about. I'm gonna be resetting, but I'm gonna lose the memory. I don't wanna just retread the same ground every time. I think that's I think that makes sense. I don't know if there's an official word on it.
0: I don't know, because he didn't have a whole lot of time to do it. Let's be real.
1: Right, but he's also gifted.
0: Whatever. <laughs>
1: That's why eventually he is why the sorcerer supreme. This,
0: this, this uh, yeah, we're down a wrong rabbit hole.
1: <laughs> get out of it. Please. Find a new one. What did you think I... about the ancient one? Well, well,
0: I have a little bit of mixed feelings about her because I think, okay, really, I think she was probably good, but. She would go to lengths, maybe not everyone would choose to, to meet her end. You know what I'm saying? It's like, well, she tapped into the dark side.
1: Right. She clearly did it in a different way than Kaecilius did, though.
0: Clearly. But, and I get that, but you can't preach, this is forbidden, this is forbidden, don't ever do this, don't ever do this, and do it. So I can understand... Where Mordo, is his name would yep. have been a little taken aback mm-hmm. because he sees her as pure. You know pure enlightenment.
1: Yes. And And he's also very black and white. Yes. Like, this is good. This is bad. Your teaching to Say in between. this. I'm in it. Yes. And that is its own problem.
0: Which we saw later.
1: Yes. But yeah, I think I think the Ancient One, I mean, obviously, I'm going to say obviously, ain't the Ancient One is ultimately a good person, but she she attempted things that are questionable. So she, she's a, she's walking a, a gray line in what is acceptable. And did she do the right thing? Did she do a wrong thing? It's hard to know because we don't know the ultimate fallout of what she right. did, other than Caecilius was born of it because he was smart and figured it out too.
0: Right. I don't know. She felt a little off to me. I mean, just as a you know, as the character, just felt like I don't know if I can trust you. (laughs) A little bit off.
1: Yeah. Well, and and I mean, you can't because she was doing things that she said were bad. Right. But but for a good reason. Right. Does doing a bad thing, or does doing a a gray thing, for a good reason, is that okay? It's questionable whether it's bad. You know, delving deep into the Dark Dimension is bad. We know that. But maybe she found a line that people could walk, which would ultimately lead to better protection. Or maybe having more people tap into it is more of a problem. So she realized that. It's just... We don't know. Right. It's hard to know, which is what I think makes the character interesting. Yes. Because she clearly had the best interests of the world in mind when she did these questionable things agreed but you have someone like mordo around and that's not a thing you can and
0: you don't go to the other side of it that's all there is to it
1: and they were very clear on mordo early on like he was he is black and white the ancient one's like well they're shades like they, they they established that right away where she he's like you helped me defeat my demon she's like They're always there. You're always fighting them. I helped you realize how you could hold them back and contain them.
0: Actually, said she. Said you have learned to live above them.
1: There you go. That's what she said. Mm -hmm. Wow, you are on fire tonight.
0: I was paying attention. I liked this movie. I was paying attention. (laughs) I was engaged. I really enjoy. I really enjoyed the whole story and the way it came together, and the it. It kept me, I mean, I'm telling you, it kept me engaged the whole time. I mean, if I wouldn't have had to to have us pause to do, you know, intermission, if you will, <laughs> I, I, I would have sat here and it's actually because I got cold. But if I would have sat here engaged the entire time, yeah, it's a good movie. I, I didn't really write a lot of
1: notes. Much. It was just a lot of fun.
0: Much better than I expected. I really. Am quite surprised because I was kind of dreading this. That happens you a were. lot, though. When I dread them the most, I like yep. them better.
1: Although, Which is why you're gonna mm-hmm. like the next movie. I don't. I, oh, because <laughs> you dread it so much. Oh my gosh! Not another Thor. <laughs> <laughs> can't believe
0: there's more of them. Let's
1: talk astral projection.
0: That was really cool. Oh, that was so cool. I loved the astral projection fight. I loved it. I loved it. And she shocked him and he zapped the guy.
1: <laughs> you had a question about, like, why do they pass through some things and not through others?
0: Well, that was very, it was interesting because some things they bounced off of, some walls they went through, some stuff they disturbed, some stuff they didn't, some things they just rattled around a little bit or vibrated like the the bowl of blood that she was taking out of his chest. Uh, when they hit that table, you could see it ripple like the table was vibrating. It was, it seemed inconsistent. There may be a reason for that, but it seemed inconsistent
1: to me. Here's what I think. The things they bounced off of, like when they rebound off a wall and jump at the other person again, mm-hmm. that's because they are focused and they're choosing to interact with that in a physical way. Like when he first punches the dude and he flips through the vending machine on the floor and catches his arm on it and pulls himself up, mm-hmm. he was surprised, so he went through things, but then he focused his will and was able to stop himself on the floor. All right. And when they disturb things in the physical world, I think what we're actually seeing is a transfer of force. Because what I'm thinking is that when they move in the astral world, or the astral plane when they're after yeah whatever they call it i don't even know how they because they're in the real world they're just moving on a different wavelength yeah, i guess plane. but i think they're actually always transferring force through things but it's it takes a certain amount before it actually moves and affects physical things which is why if he just passes through something you don't see disturb but when they get punch through or they violently fly through like it disturbs it but not near as much as it would if they were actually there
0: oh right so it's like
1: a well lesser transference they wouldn't of have force gone
0: through the wall if they were actually there i mean not without yeah. taking the wall down
1: i also feel like Stephen strange could uh engineer something to always run e- electricity through his body so when he goes to the astral plane he's always got all this extra power right Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: I don't know. That was pretty cool. It was really cool. I did have
1: a question about him using astral projection to study books because why I didn't see him holding a book when he was laying down. Why did the book come into the astral state with him?
0: Oh, my word. (laughs) I didn't even think about that. (gasps) (laughs) They can't do
1: that. I'm I'm sure there's a reason. I'm sure there's something that I'm missing. I'm sure it might but... be nerd physics. <laughs> no, no. Nerd physics is very clear to me. Huh. Nerd physics is when Christine has a needle in his heart and she gets knocked very visibly to a side and the needle very visibly moves and he's not dead because she just wrecked his heart. Uh-huh. Like you can't Maybe move.
0: It out No wasn't no it, all it was the way very clearly, in his heart
1: It was very clearly in there and it was she was his very chest, clearly in tre- it wasn't
0: all the way in his heart I'm
1: pretty beginning. sure this the blood was in his heart wasn't it No Or was it around his heart Around
0: his heart
1: I thought they said it was in his heart Either way you can't just like willy-nilly go wiggling a needle in someone's body especially when they're already fragile eh, And whatever Like
0: was in the astral plane he didn't even
1: care it would have been a super easy thing for them to have her have the needle out and be emptying it when she got hit but they kept the needle in his chest for some reason and i'm like that no come on come on yeah that's be- a super easy fix and so that gets my nerd physics moment because so much of this you can't apply physics to because no, one
0: there, there's it's not. literal
1: magic <laughs> There's and two, not. they can literally change physics. Right. <laughs> but yeah, so that's what that gets my nerd physics moment. Yeah. Oh,
0: <laughs> oh my goodness, that was quite the scene. So she patches him up, and then about 12 minutes later, comes in with another somebody else <laughs> needing <Yeah>. help.
1: <laughs> oh God, what now? <laughs> it was a very oh. normal reaction to well, me. In fact, I think I'm going to give mine. her
0: question Uh uh-huh why is she the only one that seems to notice when somebody comes in bleeding she did a heart procedure and not one other hospital personnel walked in there by herself did a heart procedure
1: yeah Stephen strange actually came in bleeding ran into a couple people and then she found him there's no reason more people didn't show up at some point
0: well and then when they're well i guess there was she was on a gurney so other people were coming in but they're coming in yelling for her and you see other medical personnel type people walking around but not mm. one of them looks up <laughs> now i get it you're in the er and that stuff probably happens a lot but yeah. or you know fairly frequently that that's not a <gasps> shocking thing but right but seriously Seriously? You don't even, like, glance in the way of the screaming people coming down the hall? Help, help. What is going (laughs) on?
1: I think I'm going to give Christine my normal moment. Because she just learns about magic, and all of this is real. And she's skeptical, even though she just saw him as a see-through, glowy person. Uh When he tells her (laughs) he... He's learned magic and he has to go through a portal and and, and all this stuff. And she's like, okay, if you don't want to tell me, that's fine. I'm like, okay, I get that. That's the human nature to to doubt. And even when you see something, you play it off. Yeah, I get that. Then she sees the portal and it's like, okay, maybe this is real. And so my normal moment comes when she hears the sound she's familiar with. She goes, oh my God, what now? (laughs) Like she's accepted it now. Something weird's mm-hmm. going on. Stephen Strange obviously is weird. And she just accepted it. Like, she hit a point where she couldn't deny it anymore and went with it. And I'm like, that's good. We don't often see that. Usually people either accept it right away or they are they are skeptical of it forever. Yes. Like, you don't often bridge that gap in a movie. And they did a good job of it.
0: They did. And I will tell you, she also gets my super normal moment in the midst of all of that. <laughs> Right after he goes through the portal and it disappears. And she looks at the floor. <laughs> and then she turns around and that broom falls down. And she, it hits floor and she's, ah! I yep. mean, <laughs> I, and you're thinking, oh my, what now? No, just mop. It's like, a, totally, totally normal reaction. And, and it made me laugh.
1: Yeah, they they did a good job mixing comedy and serious in this movie. They really
0: did. I enjoyed Strange trying to make Wong laugh through the whole movie. <laughs> and then he finally laughs at something that wasn't that funny.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, it's also perfect because it's what Wong says. Like, Wong has said, did you, did you read after that? Yes. Goes, oh, oh well, I know. That the, was great. The warning should really come before. I'm like, that is... That is perfectly, that is perfectly contiguous in the way they established this person of Wong, and let me just tell you, we get to see Wong again at some point, and I love it because you can clearly see he's been spending time with Stephen Strange.
0: <laughs> oh, good, that'll be fun. <laughs> and,
1: I can tell uh, you when. It's great, though.
0: All right. Well, I had, I had something, had something in my head, and it went away. Now your head's oh. empty. I have no idea what you just said, but you better cut it out of this podcast so I don't have to <laughs> smack you upside the head later. Now, my dick moment might go to you. <laughs> Maybe not. You don't know. <laughs> you don't know me. Um, goes Stephen Strange
1: Ooh. in the house talking to Christine. <laughs> Stephen Strange in the house with the groceries.
0: Exactly actually it was with the laptop on the floor because he had a mad oh. fit and i always feel like i'm playing
1: clue we, we, when just I say need to, this. we just need to canonize that that's the way we do the dick moment from now on
0: and but when he was just a total jerk to her when all mm-hmm. she was trying to do was care and he was just trying to push her away because he didn't know what else to do and had nowhere else to vent his frustrations but that that was a dick move definitely yeah so
1: i mean that was also in contention for my normal moment because yeah very i mean totally get that too and you you get it from both sides because like she knows he's toxic but she cares for him and she continuously tries and so when he needs her she's there but she reaches her breaking point and he is angry at everything and he's already a bit of a dick and an asshole and he doesn't actually have a reason to be mad at her so he yells you care so much and he uses that against her it yeah. doesn't even make sense but Just you can tell that at her like a oh, a barb you care so much how awful of you you're a horrible person yeah and it's 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 a great it's a horrible moment but it's done so well because that's that's how you can get sometimes when you are hurt and and wrecked oh, and yeah. you just you lash out and it doesn't even make sense what you're lashing out but it feels right to but say you it. just need to yell at somebody. Yeah, you just need someone to take it because you've been taking it too long. And or I s- get that. Yeah. Totally.
0: Oh. But yes, that's uh that ugh, that was <laughs> a rough one. That scene cuz you I mean y- like you said, you can feel both sides of that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: and the fact that she kept her mouth shut and just walked away shows that she's had enough because most mm-hmm. women will fight until we will fight with you until we can't care anymore
1: and she clearly has been fighting for a while right they just oh and you,
0: saw her, you saw her cross that line mm-hmm. you saw that happen that tipping point where i just i can't i can't care about you
1: she didn't have a lot of screen time, but they used it very well for her.
0: Yeah, I liked her. She's great. And we didn't really delve into her. I mean, I don't know anything about her, really. I mean, and I, I loved her. So what is your superhero moment?
1: Yeah, I know. I've been trying to come up with it. Okay, what
0: about your dick moment? Who's the dick of the movie for you?
1: I am going to give my dick moment, and I think this is the first time we've done this, to one of the post credit scenes. Because Mordo is getting my dick moment.
0: Oh, yes, I don't believe we have ever done that before, but he definitely deserves it.
1: And it's not because of what he does, necessarily. Like, what he does is a symptom of why he's getting my dick moment. Because he, has, he was so black and white with the Ancient One that when she broke, he, he broke. put his faith in Stephen Strange. And then he broke Laws. And he realized he couldn't trust anything about the path that they were trying to walk instead of learning that maybe being this rigid is wrong and I need to learn from everyone around me. Instead, he flips to the other side and says, you know what the problem is? It's all you people with the magic. I'm taking it from you. You don't deserve it. And it's that flip from I'm here to protect the world to... Nobody gets magic. We got too many sorcerers. I'm 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 done with y'all. That's the dick moment.
0: <laughs> yes. That that would apply, for sure. It's, it,
1: I mean, obviously, taking someone's access to magic who was using it to walk and be functional as a person is a huge dick move, but Oh my gosh,
0: yes. He pulled <laughs> it out
1: of his spleen. Yes, and I knew Mordo had to have a turn. Because he is a well known Stephen Strange bad guy, which obviously you didn't know, but I, I know. No idea. But I liked his character. I just saw how brittle he was all the time, and I like how they flipped him because it makes sense. Okay. And superhero moment. I think I'm going to give it to the ancient one because she'd clearly been trying to keep what she can do hidden and keep her secrets hidden. And she had her reasons, yes, but when it mattered, And when the people she cared about were in jeopardy, she threw caution to the wind and and did it all. Yes. And she clearly could do even more than she was doing. But she dove headfirst into the mirror dimension to save Strange and Mordo Mm -hmm. because they matter to her. And she knew they mattered to the world. And she knew in that moment it was more important that they be saved and that she try and correct her wrong by trying to take out Caecilius.
0: Yes. Okay. So
1: that's a good she, one. she gets my superhero moment, especially cuz like we just seen Caecilius clowning on Strange and Mordo and he does that slam thing again which is real cool and her mastery is so much better than his that she's like, "Nope, this way." <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> thought is, that was really cool. That's possibly my my favorite thing. Like we see we see the difference in their skill in that Caecilius just breaks the world in the mirror dimension, mm-hmm. but she actually f- uses these broken pieces to form an actual pattern, which is such a baller move to be like, look, <laughs> I'm better than you, and I'm going to prove it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so she gets my hero moment, because that was a good move. And was. she dove into it. And so, anything else to talk about with the movie?
0: I don't think so. I don't know.
1: Here's a question I've got for you. Uh-oh. At the beginning of the movie, Kaecilius breaks into the library, strings up a librarian, cuts his head off, takes a book. Yes. Well, opens a book and takes a thing. Right. Which, I mean, so many problems there. Why did he kill the librarian, do you think? I
0: have no idea. I didn't know what was going on then. Why did he kill the librarian?
1: Because it wasn't part of a... He didn't do a ritual or anything. It looked like they were doing some kind of ritualistic thing, but that wasn't part of it. No. And then all he needed to do was take the book. He could have strung the dude up and taken the book. Or strung the dude up, taken the ritual, and left.
0: Why kill the librarian? I don't know. Why?
1: I don't know. That was a question I had. I wasn't Maybe you didn't
0: like him from when he was there before. Maybe you didn't like that guy.
1: I think it's there to establish that we can't root for Caecilius at all.
0: That was a little... I think... That was a little uh, extreme.
1: I think this movie actually would have been just a hair better if he hadn't killed the librarian and we would just seen like the the heist to take the ritual because it would have made it a less black and white kaiselius is for sure the bad guy until we get more information on dormammu okay but i don't know i don't anyway, know either
0: we and i don't like that... this subject so i'm not talking about
1: it <laughs> that's all we've got for this we're gonna watch the trailer for thor ragnarok oh. yay and oh no no you know what else we need to do? You need to rate this movie. What's your oh. food? What And how do you rate okay. it? Okay, let, let
0: me think what kind of food this is.
1: This, I really like this, the way we do this. This is great. I, you're enjoying it.
0: This, I can't even think.
1: Maybe it's a candy? No.
0: Oh, no. it's a cookie.
1: It's a cookie. Okay, and yes. what kind of cookie is it?
0: This is a fresh baked chocolate chip cookie oh, with nice. no nuts.
1: Yeah, I mean, as good cookies are. But maybe, but,
0: but maybe some coconut. <laughs> but fresh out of the oven, still warm, just warm enough you can pick it up. That's what it is.
1: Excellent, and we are going to watch the trailer for Thor: The Ragnarok, and we'll be right back. <laughs> Go ahead. I can cut it so you say it. Fine.
0: Go. So, we just uh, watched a trailer for Thor Ragnarok.
1: Yes, I, I we did. I,
0: I'm not real... I, I sat here with my jaw dropped open because I'm not even sure what to think about another movie. Shocker. But it almost looks like we got Thor meets Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm not <laughs> real sure what exactly is <laughs> happening, but there were some funny little one-liners in there. And so, I'm hoping it's not as stupid as the last two Thor movies. That's what I'm hoping.
1: It's not. Even people who like the first Thor movie How or the could second one or like both—even people who like those movies—all agree that this one is so much better. It's oh, the vast but that majority. Is not
0: good. If people like it, I hate it. Oh
1: no. That's nah, not true. People love Civil War and you love Civil. Oh that Civil was good.
0: <laughs> Alright. I'm gonna It's be good.
1: Hopeful. You're gonna you're gonna like it. I'm I'm gonna go on record saying you're gonna like it.
0: I hope you're right. Because I, I Thor, oh my word, not again.
1: Yeah, this this doesn't have the problems of the first two Thor movies.
0: There were a plethora of them.
1: Yep. And and this solves them. In okay. a way that Only a very small minority of people think they don't or don't like. And it's just because it's so vastly different from the other two movies.
0: Hallelujah.
1: Yeah. You're going to you're going to like it. It's it's a lot of fun. Well,
0: I will tell you that trailer was better. I was more entertained by the trailer of this movie than I was by the entire Thor original movie.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So It's, it's good. So it's that's a,
0: probably a good sign, even though I'm kind of going, huh, and tilting my head like to the side, <laughs> trying to figure out what's really going on. But
1: yeah, it that trailer is a good trailer because it doesn't give things away, but it teases so much. It's fun. And I...
0: It was fun and <laughs> had funny bits. Sometimes they're just dark and there's war and you have no idea what's going on. This one at least was amusing.
1: Yep. But that's next time.
0: On Saga so... of the
1: Stones. Yep. Join us. I've been Chris.
0: I'm still Beth.
1: And I've come to bargain.
0: <laughs> and anyone can be Spider-Man.
1: I, I, I tried to do the Captain America thing. That
0: would have been really And I could do this all day. Well, I just listened to uh, Watching the Web this morning, and you ended it. <laughs> and anyone can be Spider-Man.
1: Thanks for listening to Cinematic Sagas a part of the As If You Didn't Know Network. Episodes release every other Wednesday. That jaunty tune you hear is Comic Hero by Kevin McLeod, and he's used under the Creative Commons license. If you enjoy this podcast, please rate and review us on iTunes. We would love to hear from you, so send emails to saga at as if ydk.com, our Twitter and Instagram handles as if ydk, and our website asifydk.com. That's the words as if and the letters YDK. See you there.